Welcome to the Profit First REI podcast, where real estate investors master financial management, eradicate entrepreneurial poverty, and learn to be profitable from day one. Now for your host, David Richter. Hey everyone, it's David Richter with the Profit First REI podcast coming to you with another exciting episode. I'm really excited about this one with Bill Kenny and Mike Webb, two guys that I've met over the probably the last year who are doing some pretty cool stuff in real estate. They're big Profit First fans too. So I love that. They've got some good stories to tell you today. So really excited. So Bill, Mike, you want to say hi to everyone out there listening right now? Sure. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm a real estate investing company. It's called MDWV Homebuyer. We're in the western part of Maryland, uh, the eastern panhandle of West Virginia, and we kind of dip into Virginia and Pennsylvania. Awesome. We've been doing it for, yeah, we've been both investing probably full-time for about five years, and we put our company, our joint company together about two years ago, so we do it pretty much full-time now. Okay, very cool. And so both of you guys are partners together inside of the company, right? Pretty much running everything Correct. together. Correct. Awesome. Yep. So. What got you started in real estate? Well, we, we both had, at one time had our own portfolios and we still do for buy and hold investments. And we met on a website called Bigger Pockets and we ended up grabbing lunch and then ended up attending the same like RIA type meeting. And we just realized we were both about the same, same spot in the adventure. And we figured if we teamed up a little bit, we might be able to go a little bit further, a little bit faster. So... Okay. We did our own thing together for a little while. Then we were kind of going our separate ways. And then about two years ago, we decided like, all right, this has become more more of a hobby, more than a hobby. Let's get this thing a little more formalized and get serious. So that's when we formed our joint company. And since then, we've been buying rentals and flipping and wholesaling and lending and whatnot. So awesome. that's no, kind of how we got started. We both have had W-2 jobs and, and Mike still has a, uh, is a full-time uh, fireman. Um, I'm a full-time realtor, but during our careers, we were, we were looking for something a little bit more that would be ours and that would provide uh, a little bit more financial freedom, so to speak. And that's how we found real estate. Um, and we were both on that journey and, and we kind of came to the realization at the same time. And that's how we met and that's why we're partners now. Awesome. I love that. You know, it seems like, everyone, right? That is the, that's why they jump into real estate. And I love that because it does, it provides you so many opportunities and freedom. And you guys are doing some pretty cool things there. So I love what you guys are doing, the the business that you're building in the real estate world and lots of different people come on the podcast, but I especially love it when it's, you know, the people that are in the thick of it, doing the real estate work and actually like applying profit first too, and trying to get through that too. So let's jump into it. This is the profit first REI podcast. So before we get into your great story, and I'm really teeing you up here. So you have to to have a great story. So, so <laughs> yeah. we got to make sure we provide that, but you got to tell us first how you heard about Profit First. Sure. So I don't remember exactly where I heard about the book, but I, I just know we both are, I would say, pretty voracious readers or I'm more of an audiobook listener, if yeah. you will. Still call it reading. And we, we kind of always are sharing titles that are we find intriguing or mm-hmm. books that we find that are intriguing with a couple of our friends that are kind of the same head space as we are. And that book came up, we read it and we're like, you know what? Like we were just forming our company. We're like, we think this would be something worthwhile. And we read 
yeah. the book that's, and that's really a good question like i'm <laughs> i'm racking my mind thinking how i found it but you know we have we're, we're friends with a lot of people that are into like personal development and um you know listening to podcasts and, and trying to get better and you know when these books come on the scene it's kind of like a, a wildfire you know it just get it just goes and and people find something really good and somehow it just shows up on your doorstep. So I don't remember exactly how how it came, but I know um, we heard the, it might've been a podcast, we heard the author speak or something like that, probably something like that, or one of the groups that we're in or one of our friends. But it was a powerful message and we both downloaded it on Audible and listened to it. And uh, we were like, man, this is, this is something that we need. Like, this is something we're missing right now. Yeah, no, that's-, that's I think awesome. I might've- I, I think I remember reading The Pumpkin Plan first or okay. one of his other books, uh, Mike McCowitz's books. So I, I, I don't know exactly where it came to be, but I know I had read a couple of his books prior to, and this one just kind of hit me at the right time. And it was, it was like, man, this is exactly what we need. Awesome. So how long ago yeah. was that? You know, I, how long have you been using Profit First then? I would say we probably give or take a year and a half yeah. to two years. Okay. Cause it so, was right around, awesome. it was right about the same time we formed the joint company. So okay. give or take one and a half yeah. to two years. And it, we, um, it was kind of a slow start. I would say about a year and a half ago, we really got going with it, but we kind of had a slow start. Like we knew we wanted to do it. And, um, you know, like we've got so many other things going on that we just, we knew we had to do it and we phased it in and, and man, when it started working, it started working really well for us. Yeah. Awesome. No, that's, yeah. that's really cool. So let me ask then, you've got a good, pretty good profit first story. So let's hear it. So let's hear the profit first story and then I'll ask you some more questions. Okay. So we'll just go back. And forth. So like any entrepreneur, we couldn't follow the instructions to a T. <laughs> okay. So, so we didn't set the accounts up exactly like they describe in the book. Right. But we did, uh, we took, our integrator, if you will, Tina, with us to the bank. We spent probably a half a day there. It felt like anyways. Yeah, yeah. Literally probably half a day. And we set up all the accounts and broke them down. And we kind of, after that, just let it go for a while. So like I said, we're, we're buying rentals and we're flipping houses and we're wholesaling deals and whatnot. And the way we had set it up was there was money just going to the various accounts, like it says in the book, and at the end of pretty much the first year. Yeah, we had to, so we, after we set all the accounts up, we had to sit down and, and decide, you know, the book tells you to, to set it up, you know, it's just like kind of, this is how you should set it up, you know, percentages based on every check that comes sure. into your account. So we have like a, a flip check that comes in. We have a wholesale check that comes in. We have our, our rents that come in every month, whatever profits come in. And then we set up our, our uh, distributions based on each check. Mm-hmm. And so we tweaked that over time, but we, we finally set that up basically because I'm at all the closings. So I take the check and I put it into the operating account, send a check to our integrator person, Tina, and she takes it and she just moves it around in the, in the accounts. Because if we were to do that, I'd be writing all these different <laughs> papers and right. putting half in here and half in here and all this different stuff. He handles all that for us. It goes in, we account for it, and then it goes into those different accounts. And originally we set up the profit account, you know, you, you profit first, obviously, right? Um, we had the operating account, 
we had a reserve account and we had our security deposits account. And then, and I think they have like an owner's comp account. We didn't yeah. do that because at our phase in the business, we had other jobs. So we were just building this business with in itself. We weren't pulling a lot of money out of it, although we've changed that recently. But then we found out that we actually, it was really working well for us. We also needed a rehab account because every time we take on a rehab, we would borrow that money. We would set that into the rehab account. So that's how we have it set up. As for the great story, I'll let you get started. So, so we also run a meetup group uh, from like meetup.com and it's for real estate investing. So we had uh, a gentleman come to us to, that we had met at our meetup, offer us a deal. And it was a great deal. It was a little too far away. We had just finished one up about that far away. And our crew was committed to some other projects. So I was like, hey, we're just not gonna be able to take this one on right now, but thank you. And he's like, oh man, I would, but I just don't have the money to take this one on right now. And I was like, really, you know, how much would you need to borrow? So he said, uh, I forget what it was, like 90,000. 90, yeah. I was like, okay, well, sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, we have a little over a hundred in our one account. Maybe we could loan that money out. And so long story short, we we discussed it, came up with the terms and ended up not buying the deal. We, we were the lender on the deal. And so we took our profit money and loaned it out to somebody in our network that we had met. And right now it's it's still out uh, working for us. So the property is set to close here in like the next 30 days. So then we should get paid back our profit plus the profit, that profit it earned. So it's kind of like always keeping that money to work. And it, yeah, it was, it was a, did you, I don't know if you said it, it was a, it was a hard money loan with yeah. one point 14% interest. And we wouldn't have had that money unless we'd had our profit first account and our reserve account. Sure. So it was sitting in a bank account and we could have taken that distribution and pulled it out, but we thought we don't need to do that. Let's put this money to work. And luckily we were able, we had it when we needed it and we, we put it into that, that loan. And so I think we're probably going to profit. It's going to close here in the next three to four weeks. We're going to profit on that, on the, having that profit account somewhere between seven to $8,000 on that loan. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. No, that is great. I love it. So putting your profit to work actually <laughs> and having the right. profit yeah. there too. So turning your profit into more profit. Yeah. yeah. Turning yeah. money into money. That's, that's right. I love it. So having your money work for you. So that's a true real estate investor right there. I love it. That's a great story, but that's profit first. I mean, that's so great that you were able to have that money there and available. So let me ask you this for profit first, how did it transform or change your business from the way that you were doing it pre-profit first? I would say before that, like I would say we were treating it more of a hobby mm. and it wasn't like a business. So the big thing, once we put the business together and being in the circle that uh, we met you and it, it has allowed us to uh, start running our business like a business. Awesome. So we do our weekly meetings, we do our level 10 meetings, we have our scorecard, but like the one scorecard that really matters is that bank account scorecard. So the one thing that really transformed our businesses with if I know no other data from our business, but I can only look at one piece for this week, if I look at that bank scorecard, right, because of the accounts, the way they're broke up, mm -hmm. I can see whether we're winning or losing. 
real quickly. Yeah. So I think that was one thing. Like it, awesome. it shifted it from, you know, not really. Do you really know your numbers? To you really know your numbers, and then you yeah, really yeah. have a business. So that that and was a big shift. It's all and that philosophy is also transferred into the rest of our business. Now we have a, a KPI scorecard. So we watch the money, we watch the profit, we watch our numbers. Um, the only other thing we got to watch is our people, right? So if we keep our eye on those three things and we manage those three things, then we probably got a pretty solid business. Yeah. It's also helped us, like we've always kind of had that in the back of our mind that we want to be a lender, but now having access to the money because of Profit First allowed us to actually do it. Once you do it, you learn more lessons, you build more relationships that we're going to continue to do that. We actually uh, have another owner finance deal that's probably our greatest deal of all time. And when that seller cashes us out, all that money we're going to put in play again with another loan. We're working plan on that one. Very right, as of cool. Right now. Very yeah. cool. I love that. So Profit First says, I guess it feels pretty good after you've implemented Profit First. Usually I ask people, how does it feel now that you've implemented Profit First and ran it for a while? Sure. And we didn't yeah. even follow all the instructions. <laughs> like if we would have followed all the rules, yeah. like, I don't know, like, I think it's a great framework um, and you can kind of curtail it to whatever business you're in. So yeah. I can tell you like, before I would get frustrated. I mean, I still get frustrated. Don't get me wrong. But like you would get frustrated because you like didn't know what was going on. But now I feel like I have a much clearer picture of our yeah. business. I feel like we're yeah. on the same page because it's very binary. You can sit there and look at these and be like, that's how much is in there or versus or how much is not in there. Like it, there's yeah. no, doesn't get very confusing. You know, one of the biggest things in the book is that as, as you see that profit account rise, it drives you because you actually see that you're making traction and you're getting somewhere rather than it all just being a big one, one big lump sum. And that's where everything comes out of and stays in. I'm glad we don't do that because yeah, yeah that's just, that's just no way to run your business. You got to schedule that time to just go to the bank though and set it up. Cause mm-hmm. if you don't like, that was the hardest part. Like after that, like it was really kind of like set it and forget it. You know, as long yeah. as you have somebody disciplined to make the moves and do what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. that, you know, we do it twice a month, the 15th and the 30th and uh, you know, just figuring out what works best for you. But it's nice. Like as an entrepreneur, you feel like some days you're winning, some days you feel like you're losing. Right. And sometimes that's hour by hour. But it's nice to, like he said, when you when you can check in weekly with your team meeting and you do see it go up, even if it's slightly, like it's it's motivating to some extent to see that, like, okay, it might have been a tough week, but you know what, we're so let's get into a, another yeah. question here. What is one thing that you didn't expect would happen after implementing Profit First? I would say we were still. I mean, this isn't really profit first. Like we, we were still not really sure because it was a relatively new business, a joint business, like where our tax liability was going to land. So we set aside money, which was great. Like, but knowing ahead of time what exactly what we needed, if possible, would have been great. But the fact that we sat it aside was very helpful. So. Awesome. I don't yeah, think that you, really was profit first. It's not as big of a surprise when you actually are correctly allocating things to the accounts. So it's, it's ready when you need it for anything. You know, your, yeah. your profit account is there. You take profit first, 
but it's also a big security blanket too, to know that you have the funds in case anything were to happen. And you're also pulling out for your, your reserves, your capital expenditures, your, you know, security deposits in another account, your, any, any repairs you have, mm-hmm. your tax obligation, it's all there. It's all figured out. And you may have to tweak those a little bit over time, or you may have to move them around a little bit at the end, but it does give you a nice sense of security when you have that system running. Awesome. Yeah, it really does. And I love that because that's what I've had a lot of people on about Profit First. And it is that it's that security, knowing where your money is and knowing that it's there. And that, like you said, it's not just that one big pot. Well, you feel good some days and other days it's like, is that really all mine? And then, you know, like when you're getting low, it's like, okay, we're definitely dipping into way too much. So I love that, that security, like you said. So Kind of outside of Profit First, so besides Profit First, what other systems do you have in place? It sounds like you've got some people on your team and whatnot for the financial side, but are like, is there any other automation tools or any other systems that you're using on the financial side, like uh, softwares or anything like that? I mean, we're using QuickBooks for okay. the actual the bookkeeping end of things. And we, we use a Podio-based CRM. Okay, awesome. Those, so. Yeah. Um, we, have, we have all the lead generation tools that... Most people have, you know, a Podio-based CRM, uh, CallRail. Those are the two big ones that we have. Uh, and those are helping you get your KPIs and your numbers and to get some of this stuff from inside of there too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. And then yeah. I would say that it's not necessarily automated, but the, the other system that's really helped is like we talked about the scorecard. Just yeah. having that snapshot of each, each pillar of your business, just seeing like mm-hmm. the main things that move the needle within that. Yeah, that particular silo has yeah. awesome. been very helpful. We have a number of websites, you know, that are investor based, and mm. we use those uh, promote our meetup group, our motive to you know for our motivated sellers, for buyers. We capture uh, cash buyers from there, and then we have the meetup group is on our credibility website, and so we're we're pushing those out and adding content to all those all the time, um, and that is try to keep our name out there and, and let people know what we're doing and what we want to achieve. Awesome. Very cool. So sounds like you, like you said at the beginning there, you know, running it like a business, you know, so you've got that stuff, you've got your scorecard, you've got the profit first implemented, you're, you're running it, you know, now it's not just that hobby. Now it's like, okay, we, we see where this thing is going and where it can, where it can go in the future too. It's not just a hobby anymore. So I love that. So I've just got a couple last questions here. Is there anything else you'd recommend or encourage investors to do with their finances? Just anything in general? I would say if you're, if you're like the one man band or you only have one property or a handful of things, you could still benefit from this. So I think a lot of times the, the little guys, like I feel like we're the little guys, you know, we don't have this big 20 people working for us to implement so I would say like any investor out there, like if you start with something this simple, this, this fundamental, a lot of the other things will take care of themselves. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I would add to that, know your numbers and uh, record your numbers. So no, hmm. the only way you can manage a business is by knowing your numbers. Yeah. So know what you want to achieve and then record all those activities that um, that you can look back on. Like we just had our staff meeting yesterday and we were looking at our net profit per quarter versus our net profit per the previous quarter and then our net profit uh, year to date plus versus our net profit 
previous year. And we could track and see how much our, our, our business has grown in those, in those similar segments. And that's just by recording all your numbers and knowing all your numbers and having a, a system to, to gather that information, yeah. which is very important. That's how you run a business. But it's yeah. one of those, it's, it's easy to do and it's easy not to do. Yeah. So like right. if you don't do it weekly, it's real easy to yeah. get overwhelmed. Back. I, screw it. I don't know this quarter. And if it's not your thing, find somebody that will help you. Definitely. Yeah. Like David Richter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bill. So, <laughs> so on, the way. <laughs> yeah. on that note, so I want to ask, since you provided so much value here, is there any way that the listeners can provide value to you? Is there anything that to either follow you? Do you need buyers, sellers, lenders, whatever you need? So, Yeah, I would say if anybody wants to connect with us, we're on social media. I'm Bill Kenny, REI on Instagram and Bill Kenny on Facebook. And it would always be good to connect with uh, investors that are like-minded and a similar business size as us. We may have leads that, that we could share with, with other investors. So it's great to connect with other investors across the, the United States. Awesome. And, and like Bill said, I'm a, currently still a fireman. So I have the investing fireman. M-A-N on Instagram and on Facebook. So I'm always looking to talk real estate and I especially like to talk about it with uh, first responders and see how they can get started. So anytime I could answer any questions or help, I definitely don't have all the answers, but I'd be more than happy to uh, help somebody. So Awesome. That's great stuff. So I really appreciate you guys coming on here today. You as the listeners, you got a treat today how they're using Profit First in their business and how they've used it to make more money inside of their business too. Great stuff today. So Bill, Mike, we're so thankful that you came on. Thank you for the value that you provided and really appreciate you guys taking time to be on here today. Thanks for having us, David. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you found this episode valuable, could you do me a quick favor? Can you give us an honest rating within iTunes? And be honest, you could say whether you liked it or not. And obviously with iTunes, the more reviews and ratings we have, the better it is for other people that are searching for a profit first in a podcast. So we'd love to be ranked on there. And that's thanks to your help. So we would really appreciate that if you would like to go give us a rating. Also, if you're looking to connect with us further, I would highly recommend checking out our Facebook group, Profit First for Real Estate Investors. And that's literally what it's called. So you can type in Profit First for Real Estate Investors and you'll be able to find our Facebook group right there. So come join active real estate investors who are supporting each other and growing their businesses and profits together. That's what that group is all about. The link should be in the description below. And if you're interested in working with us and implementing Profit First in your real estate business, we offer coaching and guidance. So if you want to work with someone who's actually Profit First certified and who works right now currently with real estate businesses, you can actually go start your application process by going to simplecfosolutions.com forward slash apply, or just go right to simplecfosolutions.com and there's an apply button right on there. If you want to actually start your Profit First journey with someone who can actually walk you through those step-by-step and help you know and grow your cash flow. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Profit First REI podcast. See you next episode.